So as you already know, all right, y'all done heard the news. <laughs> Lil Duval went to the Breakfast Club, which was essentially his little devalue. Yeah, his little bogo bitch. It was his visit to the interest meeting <laughs> for the cool color colorblind collective. Trash. And they said, nigga, you ain't got enough fans. You ain't started nothing. You ain't did nothing significant enough to get in. So his membership was declined. Declined. Um, but they didn't even invite him to the part with the juice and the crackers and shit. Man, I, I assume there's juice and crackers involved with pledging. Yes or no? Probably like mints and shit. You're not allowed to tell me? All right, fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lil Duval, as you may or may not know, <laughs> Jocelyn don't want y'all to remember that she and Delta all the time. <laughs> it's all right. There, there may be shit. <laughs> Look at Amber. Leave me alone now. You can't. You can't be. You can't be bringing up that stuff all sneak and shit. Because got me like. God turned solidly nine this year in the damn bond. Yes. And you can't sneak up on a nigga asking questions because, you know, I'm like, well, why you want to know? You know, just that switch come on, you know? One sensational. One sensational. Dime to the rhymes. Seven times. Look, we supposed to be talking about Lil Duval. We ain't doing this. We ain't doing this. Shout out to the Soros and Delta Sigma Theta. What's up to the rest of the Elite Eight? I mean, the the Nine Nine. My bad. Um, (laughs) Look at you. You got me acting up. (laughs) We ain't finished setting it up. (laughs) She said, wait a goddamn second. That's not in the notes. Look, the only thing that Lil Duval has done significantly was be on this little show for the folks under the age of 21. Yeah. On this show called Comic View. Comic Comic View was hot in yes, the 90s. It was, it baby. Was great. Early 2000s also. But then Your they faves just, could never. Half yeah. these Instagram comedians, maybe they could, but. No. No, I don't think so. So Lil Duval, you know, his little claim to fame was him remaking his music soul chat song and since then he has been a groupie to all the other niggas with money solidly on Rappers. the college tour uh circuit for years yeah hanging out with ludicrous atlanta rappers like before <laughs> cat williams became a thing yes and became the ultimate short man and then cat uh then what's his name kevin hart came on the scene yeah, and lil and duval was yeah, just a memory du- you right just lil on duval twitter was- there after you know, Kevin Hart hit, bitch. Honestly, and really, he's just been relying on Charlemagne the God, you know, <laughs> people who will give him a handout here and there because he's never starting anything, you know, just always a feature, like uh, yeah. always some small role. Yeah. So, you know, to commemorate why we even talking about this nigga in the first place, you know, we decided, you know, to. Does he even have a podcast? Like, that nigga's irrelevant as fuck. Man, just talking shit about Amber Rose. That's it. That's it. Twitter. Anyway, groupie to me. That's a lot now. Yeah, and not even a good kind of groupie. Yeah, like, you at least have to be like five nine to ride this ride. Man, you gotta at least 
be funny and like literally you have no talent you're the only person out here without any talent Zip zero. but you got all the words for women and, and trans folks and but trans we here now nigga we here and we ain't we ain't going for that shit that shit that song actually is trash don't look it up on BET yeah. on, on YouTube it's, it didn't survive the test of time at didn't. all all right, but we got something for you. We're gonna we're gonna throw it back real quick. We're yeah. gonna do comic view real quick, you know? All right. Y'all remember this. Who the fuck you talking to? Trans folks, they got standards too. We will fuck you up if you touch Janet Mark. No one even knows your name. Bitch, this ain't a game. You done fucked up and we won't chill. Let's right. take it back. Don't, 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 don't worry about Rwanda. It's all good. Don't 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 hit it. Who the fuck you talking to? Trans folks, they got standards too. We will fuck you up if you touch Jan and Mark. No one even knows your name, bitches. You got the words. Don't don't Trans folks aren't jokes, but your ass is. You know. <laughs> this is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the king of the south. And you are listening to the Black Joy mixtape. Hey, what do you do? Ow. I was five or maybe six. I looked down and saw my dick. It was black and dark as night. I knew then Trey would pay me right. Bang, bang, I dick them down. Bang, bang, they made these sounds. Bang, bang, I dick them down. Bang, bang, I dick the hard trays down.
your week? <sighs> you know, uh, actually, my week involved a suspicious package <laughs> outside my motherfucking office. But you, you weren't know- there yet. You <laughs> <laughs> was on Instagram like shit, <laughs> walking up. <laughs> I was walking up like, uh, this looks like the opening scene of The Walking Dead, bitch. Um, I'm going to go that way. <laughs> it looks like the trouble is in front of my office. So, so what did you see when you walked up? Man, okay. So for those who were on the Insta stories, I walked up. First off, I was, you know, trying to get my shit together that morning. I got dropped off in a part of this situation where the road wasn't blocked going across, but it was coming down M Street. Mm-hmm. So I was walking. And I noticed police tape, right? I'm like, okay, there's my front door to my office building. Here's where I am. There's police tape, and this road is clearly fucking blocked off, right? Because no one is walking. There's no, no one, one driving. It's ain't empty. nobody on the street. No uh, street sense being sold, bitch. So uh, you starring in your own Will Smith movie. <laughs> Just, <laughs> what's the name of that damn movie? Fucking, uh... Bob, what are you doing out here? <laughs> I'm not playing with you. <laughs> What's the name of that movie with the things in the dark and they can't come out? <laughs> that motherfucker. It was like the opening scene of that, bitch. So I'm like, I look at, I, I get on Instagram. In the morning. In the morning. Mind you, too, just so the record reflects, I was on time for work. Mm. I was there seven minutes before I needed to be. <laughs> niggas. Niggas. <laughs> that is not on time. That is not on time. Because we know it's going to take at least 15 minutes for you to get settled. Oh, man. But because, you know, I don't work there. Fuck it. <laughs> seven <laughs> minutes. You was early. Okay. But real life niggas, seven minutes ain't early. Seven minutes <laughs> is early, bitches. As long as you out that elevator by the two minute mark, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving my all, shit. So, like Amber I said. Amber feels attacked. <laughs> Y'all just witnessed that. I ain't even saying nothing. Just <laughs> all in a chest. Bitch, I'm like at my email. I was like, I was early. I was early, bitch. (laughs) Because people made it seem like I should be getting blowed up because I wasn't there at uh, 8.30. Yeah, so what happened? So you get on the phone with your boss, right? Okay, even before, yes, I get on the phone with my boss because I was like, so what would y'all do, Instagram? It looks like the cops is out here and shit. Everybody's like, go home. Everybody literally said, reclaim your time. Bitch, I literally saw it and was like, wait, is that the package on the bike, bitch? (laughs) I just thought it was on the bike. (laughs) That was outside of the table. And I'm like, bitch, it's right there. (laughs) Run, bitch. Run, cops. I didn't even see the cops in the background. I was like, bitch. Jasmine, what are you talking about? <laughs> Jasmine was like, yeah, uh, just call them and tell them you go. So I called my boss. And they're like, well, you can get into the building by foot through the garage. I'm like, I'm not walking past no police tape to be in a meeting to answer emails today. For this damn 30,000 life insurance payout. That ain't enough. That's not, that's not enough. That's not enough. Have you met Hannah? Bitch? I did not want to die with y'all. I don't want to. What am I going to do if I bust through the doors? Post 9 11. <laughs> I'm here to save you niggas. There's a situation outside. But to tell me why I check my email and they're all like, yeah, this street is closed. Not only that, another email comes out. Like, you can't get in or out of the building. So I'm like, why am I fighting to get into a motherfucker that I can't easily escape? <laughs> 
Why would I do that? Like, why would I? Like, honestly, this is not anti-blackness. I mean, like, come on. Like, why would I fight to get into a building that I can't get out of? <laughs> Just then, I, follow me. Follow me, hoes. The this way, bitch. We gonna make it. No, no. Everybody stayed at work. No. Just, did they do work? I you you know how this story ends. Long story short, even when I was after I talked to my boss, <laughs> there was another email that came out that said you can't get in and out of the building. Then another email came and said also the street behind M Street is closed off. <laughs> then another email came and was like the bomb squad has asked <laughs> to help them it can to help them speed along their investigation. Please don't stand next to any windows. <laughs> I remember where I was during 9-11. This is DC and Trump is acting a plumful and Russia's about to come over here to collect at any motherfucking North Korea, minute. We can't even go over there no more. <laughs> right. Not saying we was just visiting mass, but Dennis Rodman can't even go see his friend for real. But I'm also like, why would I be advised to enter this building on foot when it's literally like protocol that we have a like an escape bag with like granola bars, an extra change of shoes that don't protect you from no in case of emergency or like a terrorist attack. And I feel like that was God. If this were (laughs) this were like my Oprah interview, it would be like the Lord told me. To not come in you here today. You was told by Apple Care to not go up in that mug. That's what I mean. There was no part there. <laughs> so we the part was at Mealbone. <laughs> they were like, they were in the office. Like, well, when I saw it, it didn't look like I'm like, I don't trust the police to de-escalate person-to-person situations, let alone a bomb. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm gonna play it safe. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, girl, yeah, that's that was how, my, that's how the middle of my week started. So I was like, let me take my blessing, and go over to Mealbone, mm-hmm. get me my little my little brunch, yep. do a little work there, you know. Yeah, till this whole successful. bomb situation clears up. You dig? Yeah. Because if it were me, I'd be trying to get out the building. But y'all, y'all was y'all was safe. Y'all you felt said good. the garage, correct? <laughs> you can try to come. You can the get out of the garage. How about that? <laughs> How about you listen to yourself? How about, How about that? you listen to yourself? <laughs> Why are you so invested? <laughs> to do today, bitch. <laughs> what, what is like, you know what? I'm going to overcome this police tape to come into the office today. You should overcome the police tape to leave. <laughs> Especially in D.C. Man. We steps away from Donald Trump's uh, office building where he does not live with his family, even though it's called a house. What? My week was trash, too. <clears throat> Man, what happened? Man, a nigga tried to eliminate Oh, this my week. God. <laughs> a nigga straight up tried to eliminate Jasmine Just straight. This week. So, if you ain't. A no-name ass. Just no-name ass the fuck. So, if you ain't familiar <laughs> with, like, lemonade as a verb, now let me help you real quick. <laughs> All right. So, to be eliminated, you know, Beyonce is an icon. This is an iconic body of work. We'll be discussing lemonade for, I don't know, decades and decades forever. All right? Absolutely. And so, what it means to be eliminated is for a nigga <laughs> to do some foul shit that makes you go through all this self-reflection and rites of passage and shit that gives you the emotional maturity. I grew my hair down past my ankles. Yeah, to be I and elevated. do. <laughs> exactly. I rotated. I flipped and turned and twisted. Who the fuck do you think <laughs> I am? And then, all night long. 
<laughs> like yeah, all that sandcastle building, bitch. Basically, it gives. So basically, it just takes you all this trauma to eventually get you to the emotional maturity to be a bad bitch. You From know? the hours of midnight to four forty three a.m. <laughs> yeah, and just then going through the shit at four forty five. You in formation talking about when he fuck me good, I take his little bitch ass to Red Lobster. In fact, I get your little song on the radio station. I am a giving guy. You know? <laughs> so, this shit sounds good. No, this is so unnecessary. So... <laughs> Some of you niggas need to be okay with the fact that you're not meant to get past hold up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly. Some of y'all are just meant for this this situation to end with your broken windshield. That's it. Honestly, and that's it. Because <laughs> I just want to let y'all know, I ain't going to say his name, but his name is <laughs> Just an Ant, 1915. Um, no, it's Just a Weak-Ass Ant, <laughs> 1915. Like, the names have been changed, of course, because I don't know how big this motherfucker going to get when this TED Talk drop. <laughs> and I ain't got time to be sued. <laughs> um, but the names have been changed, and any, you know, likeness is a sheer coincidence, yeah. right? So, anyway, I've been talking to this little nigga while he uh, been getting his shit together on whatever this futon or wherever the fuck he was at <laughs> in Texas. Talking about, I'm trying to get a job in D.C. And I'm like, okay. Oh, are you? Oh, that's great. But my ass, you know, I had a little time. So, I decided to waste it. <laughs> I decided to waste it, you know, the months of May and June to the point where we talking at the end of June. He like... Yeah, July, that's your month. That's a celebration. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's jazz pink sure. all July. Okay. And then I got this interview, and then we going to be, like, going to brunch, and we going to be just out mm. here, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, Jazz. Yeah. Y'all, Instagram on Miss Ass. <laughs> so he come through his little interview in July. Now, mind you, I didn't really talk to him in July. Like, just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so... And I'll just also say, we got to talk about this shit, y'all. Like, because ain't no point in doing this shit privately. Because fuck these niggas. Anyway, <laughs> just the week as in 1915, he go do his little interview at the beginning of July. And I call him and be like, hey, how'd it go? And he was just so weird. Like, just so weird. And mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that conversation was weird. But moved on. Because, you know, a girl's out here plotting and thotting. Like, ain't no, ain't no love lost or whatever. <laughs> Y'all, the other day I get on Instagram. Instagram like, girl, you gotta see this shit. <laughs> Turns out, a messy hoe. She on the same algorithm as Facebook, so you know Facebook also puts you in the middle of the mess when it's feeling it. You Man. know. And <laughs> literally, not only do I find out this nigga to move to DC, he got the job and. Dun dun dun. He got a goddamn walk-in girlfriend in this motherfucker. <laughs> they at the silent disco. Goddamn. And I'm like, hold up. So not only do I find all this out at once, I find out retroactively I got ghosted in July. I didn't just, you know, get motherfucking, you know, niggas just was busy, like... No, niggas was like, I don't think I can sleep on her couch, and I need another couch to sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> when I move, I didn't have no guarantees. You was looking a little shaky, bitch. So I had to, I had to hold up. I wasn't, wasn't show no more. I wanted to be... I wanted to have my life ruined by you, but you was acting like you didn't want to ruin it. 
have to find me another uh another a backup plan. A bl- a backup plan. Yeah, she looked like a solid safe security deposit, you know. <laughs> and I told, I told you look like you got enough room in like a a, a Shaw Howard apartment, you know. <laughs> Your roommate don't really mind this nigga being here a couple weeks type shit. And you know, he look real cute at the brunch function, you know? Like a cute look. We don't leave Y'all Tasha just out look of it. so cute. Take out of her. Like, they just ready for that moment together. And I just want to shout out real quick, Kim Foster real quick, you know, and for Harriet. I see you, girl. You know, fuck these niggas. When, you know, just oh like Trust you, I believe you. Fuck that nigga, ball. I say. All right, now moving on to these headlines. Just the name, nineteen fifteen. Fuck you, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. Those views are held by Jasmine. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, Justin and nineteen fifteen ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. Well, you know, those were our weeks, bitch. Um, And really, I didn't say this, but like, honestly, it's just irresponsible to be out here acting like that. Like, you know, niggas, I'm wondering when they will grow up, and I'm hoping it's before their 13th studio. Honestly. And, you know, what if I walked into, I love Silent Disco. Me and Amber go have a funky good time. I bet you ain't thought about, you thought you'd move to the big city. You think that niggas ain't gonna see you. DC is walkable. <laughs> walkable as fuck. Gentrification is real. There's only so many places niggas is at. And I just want to say that Silent Disco is one of those places. And if I would have walked in and you ruined that for me, I just don't know how I would conduct myself. You know, because I am still just a black girl from West Side from the west side of Jackson, Mississippi. And I just don't know what. And I got two middle names that I will not discuss here. But <laughs> <laughs> just trust me, y'all. I ain't been... I, this feminism, this justice stuff only goes so far. I only been in this for a few years. <laughs> y'all ain't, you know... Audrey Lord I... ain't through with me yet. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I show my ass on TV, I'm like, hey, y'all didn't look at my resume before I got here. So shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just went 614 on your ass. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Shit. Anyway, ready to get to these headlines. I hope that situation really clears up. And shout out to that sister. I mean, we, we you know, we always take black women back. Yep. Honestly. These niggas can go, you know. Yeah. Ruin their life and get it moving. I love. Ugh. Or get what you need, sis. Just be clear. I'm not saying, you know, dump him today. I'm pretty sure. Just get what you need. I heard you got a cousin that work at Parkwood. You know, connect. <laughs> Try to get to the family reunion. You know. At least. Because that's all I was trying to do. You know. Get, get you some, uh, <laughs> some literature out, out of it. Get you like a... No song or some shit. I don't know. Use that nigga. Which I'm pretty (laughs) sure that's what you already doing, sis. I trust you. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into it. Yes. White people have no self-control. Goddamn, goddamn. It's another week in whiteness, bitches. And... You know, they just have not caught on that. Did uh, you change the melody? Did it? Did, did, I'm, did. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> What was that? Boop, 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 boom. <laughs> I was thinking of Comic View, you know? Something. I don't know. Fuck them. Shit. The president of Toothless America continues to say exactly what he means about how to handle people in police custody with brutality. <laughs> <laughs> he said, 
Yeah, I didn't. I never came out against that brutality shit. Fuck these niggas up. Shit. That's how I got to be president. This is what the people. This is what gets the people going. We was. Don't y'all remember we was whooping ass <laughs> at the rallies? Goddamn, whooping ass at the rallies. Just turning up, punching motherfuckers in the face. Uh, Let's keep that going. Everybody's a police officer now. Yep. So according to. CNN, nine, or the president of Two Police America, spoke before officers from Suffolk County Police Department in New York on efforts to combat the gang MS-13. I ain't even heard of... I thought the MS-13 was like a 1999 problem. The fuck? Why are y'all bringing up old shit? Because they love bringing that old shit. Like, this is the kind of terror. Like, y'all, violence has gone down significantly. Significantly with all these jobs and shit. So now they are literally just coming up with stories that don't even make sense. Nor, like, yeah, while a lot of communities aren't having a lot of jobs, just violent crime across the nation is down. So they got to rely on these tropes from the 90s. Yeah, I haven't heard of MS-13 um, <laughs> since, like, Bow Wow was, like, number one on 106 and Park. <laughs> like, I thought we were done with that. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? Well, I mean, how about... I, I'm pretty sure no one has talked to anyone in this gang. Like, why gang? If this gang... <laughs> if this is to be true, it's like, they ain't had a focus group with the gang members to be like, hey, <laughs> so why y'all turning up right now? Now, what's going on? What's going on, guys? <laughs> well, my cousin died the other day. Like, just literally 444. No <laughs> my you mama can't get a job. Yeah, I would stop trapping if I knew I could go to the dentist on a regular basis, <laughs> honestly. I, if I could just go get a certificate with a job in line, you know, yeah. just if I can get groceries. That would be awesome. Y'all got groceries? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. Why aren't we creating policy? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so not urge the police officers this in is a Suffolk goddamn shame on Friday to quote be rough on suspects as many officers standing behind the president cheered and clapped. He said, <sighs> quote, when you see these thugs being thrown into the back of the paddy wagon, the paddy wagon, y'all, listen to this. You just see them thrown in rough. I said Please don't be too nice, Trump said to applause, referring to the officers shielding prisoners' heads with their hands. Quote, like, don't hit their head, and they've just killed somebody. Don't hit their head. I just said, you can take the hand away, okay? So basically endorsing potential concussions of people who are being arrested and taken into police. But let's actually talk about what happens when people get thrown in the paddy wagons like Freddie Gray. Um, Somehow their backs get broken. So I'm wondering... And the fact you're calling it a paddy wagon in 2017, that is a term from the 20th century. (laughs) Like, that's what they were using to, you know, get chain gangs going, you know? Yeah. The paddy wagon. But, you know, it reminds me of the conversation that we were having last Last week about policing mm-hmm. and um with uh, the track with morgan it's like these these police officers actually if if this is what you all want us to believe that police are people it seems to me that they don't actually want to be killing you motherfuckers because there is backlash attached to that it's ruining what they had what whatever their life was before is completely different i'm not condoning i'm not saying that that shit ha- doesn't need to happen what i'm also saying is that it seems to me that there are still people who become police officers to try and help motherfuckers why are we intentionally putting these 
I feel like men don't understand when they're being used to that your masculinity, your toxic masculinity is literally being used against you in order to fight a war that you actually should be invested in. The murder of individuals does not stop with us as we continue to see in the news. You all are also being fucked up by the police, white people, police officers who aren't in a uniform. Mm-hmm. Y'all are being killed. So why in the fuck is like he? Why wants- do you have allegiance to this particular agency that is here to also police you? Because you are not the kind of white that they're actually here to protect. No, like y'all are literally pawns. That's why y'all are being underpaid. As Morgan eloquently laid out, the goddamn police union ain't even advocating for you in the way that they should be. They're only showing up when y'all fuck up. Yes, specifically when y'all kill or like rape countless women and people in communities. Yeah, like, and that's about protecting the department. It's not about protecting you per se. They don't it's give a fuck about off. y'all. Yeah, and that's why abolition is so important because the the reality is Anglo-Saxons quote-unquote pure whites like we're in an era where eugenics is becoming you know every day mm-hmm. in our in our news media our president the, the how would first you describe lady. eugenics eugenics is this notion that there is a supreme race usually attributed to white folks who um no matter what happens they will survive mm-hmm. like because they are just they have dominant genes is the idea um, they just can't survive a lot of shit, which is just not true for white folks. Yeah. Um, and what that looks Y'all like trickling down. Y'all can't even be out down. in the fucking sun too long. Your skin burn up, goddamn. Right. How are you still here? Y'all should be... <laughs> Girl, Sorry. be careful with your words now, because the ice caps is melting. I don't know how white folks gonna survive without no cold, nowhere. Honestly. Um. <laughs> oh, shit. When I become president, I'm getting rid of all suntan lotion. <laughs> Like it won't be allowed. You gotta buy you gotta that shit chill. over the counter. You gotta chill. You gotta chill, Brett. You gotta chill. No, no SPF, bitch. I want it out of the the lotion. You gotta get a script and you gotta go to a black person. You gotta get us. It gotta be prescribed to you. You want S? If you want SPF, man, we can cancel. You must have a prescription. How about that? No. I'm going to be the pettiest president ever. I can't wait. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. And what that looks like trickling down, like, even black folks have been a part of eugenics. So, W.E.B. Du Bois, before he had his great awakening. The talented The talented tenth is based on a form of eugenics where he would literally go around the country and encourage um, folks uh, like black women as spellmen to make sure that they do not neglect having children while adamantly advocating for the birth control of poor black women because they their children were going to quote unquote bring down the race you know you miss that um, part of the history when you don't study the black women Detroit uh-huh. um, so yeah Yep. So, yeah. So, eugenics is literally becoming a part of everyday talk, especially with Nazis and stuff, having platforms and stuff. Speaking of Nazis, 
Mm-hmm. And propaganda, bitch. Yeah. This week, um, being the masterful digital organizer that he is, um, and reality show host, Donald Trump launched his own propaganda yes. news platform on Facebook Live. Bitch. Y'all, and y'all literally talking about how y'all how Facebook is for the people without no teeth. Man. Y'all. But guess what he called it? What you call it? He called it real news. Checkpoint. <laughs> Goddamn. Man, and you know one thing about these mainstream news media, like they they gotta cite them. They gonna literally be like according to primary sources. Real as real news, news as real as the fuck. For whites. <laughs> For whites. <laughs> no, here at the Black Joy Mixtape, we are now calling it real news, news, real fake. Real fake. <laughs> Extra real, not on the facts, light on the facts, real fake ass, fucked up ass news. Real, about as real as the conspiracy articles that your mama shared from <laughs> five years ago that has been debunked a long time ago. That's about as real as the news gonna get over there. It's as real as if you scroll past the picture of Jesus without typing like to show that you love him and then bad fortune <laughs> and the devil comes upon your life. It's as, it's as real as that. It's about as real <laughs> as your cousin successful pyramid scheme <laughs> raps herbalife <laughs> goddamn i got them new jordan spinners Man, goddamn business you don't want to miss about this. as real as this news is gonna be that's about as real as it's gonna get us because listen shout out to all my friends selling herbalife that was not a knock on y'all y'all are successful it y'all should be great. that shit ain't gonna last long y'all might want to switch <laughs> And I hope you're paying your taxes. And also, y'all don't buy Herbalife. Don't buy anyway, that shit. Boat covered all my bases. So <laughs> yes. So yeah, Donald Trump and the host of it will What's be that? no other than his daughter-in-law will be hosting the show. Dang, they ain't call up Tommy Lauren. Why? She got millions of views on the Facebook. <laughs> she did get millions. Well, you know, to be but the real to, news TBD. might be right. It might have some spinoffs. Goddamn, oh. you know, it could be a twenty-four hour. What a come up that would be! Get yeah. fired by Brett Bart or whoever she was working for to get hired by the real news network, bitch. President. Yeah, man, isn't that crazy? Man, just let you know how important it is for news platforms like the Black Joy Mixtape to be out here right now. We always say what our PayPal is at the end of the show. It's also on PayPal.me backslash Black Joy <laughs> if you want to hear the rest of that song as well as continue to support news and politics that's actually real as fuck. Real as the fuck. And black. <laughs> real motherfucking news for real motherfucking people. Remember that Real skit? ones, real ones. Remember that skit on MTV, Mad TV, Mad TV, late night Mad TV. The Dems are removing even more standards about what it means to be a Democrat or the moral party, as they like to call themselves sometimes. This week, we got proof that the Democrats are matching racism with racism by eliminating any standards to be a Democrat, which will now officially include not giving a fuck about access to abortion care. Say more. Basically, according to The Hill this week, which, but according to The Hill, um, Representative Ben Ray 
Lujan, who is over the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, he's the chairman, he said there is not a litmus test for Democratic candidates. And this will be a reason that they say they will, Democrats will fund anti-abortion candidates in order to defeat Trump. And he goes on to say, as we look at candidates across the country, we need to make sure you have candidates that can fit the district that they can win in these districts across America, stating that, you know, we're willing to we're willing to sell some shit short. We're willing to compromise. We're willing to compromise in a, in a major way. And what we also know about Democrats historically, that if we don't have a litmus test for people, if you are a Democrat, it also means that you protect everyone's access to all health care, which includes access to abortion care that that I know that y'all won't stop at that. Yeah. And uh- Remember Eartha Kitt, y'all. Compromise for what? Compromise for what reason? For who? Compromise? (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) It's not like these candidates are going to be like, y'all, I am for health care. I am for food access. I am I am for clean air. But my hard line is abortion. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's also <laughs> talking about candidates who fit their district. Yeah. So that means that we're looking at places like Arizona. A conservative district. A conservative district. Mm-hmm. That you are now making room for people to run under the Democratic moniker and get funding for their campaign who might not only have this hard stop at abortion, but who says they're going to support immigration uh, reform? Who says they're going to support health care, which was a thing? Like, who says that it's going to stop here? Because there really isn't a litmus test for Democrats. Guess what? We've already done this before. His name was Bill Clinton. Yep. So, what we're watching is slave owner, master, plantation, whatever. Um, Allegedly. So... (laughs) What we see happening is the right is moving us further right again, right? So in the Southern Strategy, if you're familiar with 13th, (laughs) as well as we just got through talking about how the police have been given so much during this administration from um, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, you know, talking about the war on drugs to nine uh, telling police, you know, don't worry about protecting people heads like this is to feed the prison industrial complex and when we have uh people wearing the moniker of a quote-unquote democrat especially during a time when this party is mm-hmm. struggling with identity they right. don't allegedly right. they don't know what to do they just influx right i don't know what maxine representative maxine the, waters is talking about but we just despite knowing <laughs> despite knowing that the demographic that overwhelmingly supports Democratic yep. candidates aren't actually white people. Yep. They are people of color. So I'm saying this too, that if we don't have a litmus test for Democrats, let us all remind you, I know you all thought the we first... We can come up with one for y'all. Right. I know y'all thought the first move the first move of resistance happened the day after the election with the Women's March, but in actuality, before 2015 and the Netroots action that interrupted Bernie Sanders and Martin O'Malley, which I was blessed to be there for our democratic leaders didn't even know to say black lives matter they didn't have criminal justice on their platforms Mm -hmm. and they were running to be the head of this nation yeah so we don't have a litmus test on abortion let me just tell you right now baby from my work in this movement 
We don't have a litmus test on racial justice. No. We don't have a litmus test on criminal justice. We don't have a we be, we don't have a limit, litmus test on immigration reform. So this looks like everyone actually holding these democratic leaders accountable yep. to say that you cannot represent us yep. if you can't even give me a hard line on moral issues that you are supposed to support. Mm-hmm. Which that is intentional, right? Because again, it's moving it further right, so that means moderates to- become more popular which moderates is just a fancy way of saying the middle conservatives so and And that's why organizations like the national network of abortion funds have been calling out a minority leader nancy pelosi for instance for her comments on abortion who back in april was saying something along the lines like i don't know i mean if they if we got candidates that can be, an, I mean, you could be anti-abortion and a Democrat. Then like she literally, standards? specifically, NNAF uh, got folks uh, who've had an abortion to write a letter to uh, Minority Leader Pelosi, where they wrote, you know, I won't read the whole thing. As people who have had abortions, we call on you as the leader of the Democratic Party to stand with us in support of access to abortion. And why that's so important. Important, And a lot of people were like, well, why did NNAF decide to the National Network of Abortion Funds decide to go after, you know, a Democratic person who's supposed to be, quote unquote, on our side? Um, And specifically our side, we're talking about the pro-choice movement. And there's been this expectation or this uh, unsaid whatever that Democrats were automatically pro-choice. And what they're saying right now is that's not true. That is not true. We (laughs) actually can bend the line. We don't really... Yeah, I mean, just come on. If we can beat Trump, and like really like Trump ain't running for office no more he already got a job he's the president <laughs> what he running for like what y'all talking about defeating Trump like mm-hmm. that's ridiculous because the DNC's new slogan is basically vote for us because have you seen the other guy mm-hmm. and what this decision is going to make it increasingly difficult for us to be able to tell the difference Mm-hmm. And that is the not how we're... The difference between who? The difference between Democrats and Republicans, mm-hmm. which has always been the fucking There's case. There's hardly ever been a difference between right. the two. Especially but, over the last 30, like three decades or so. It wasn't until Obama that we saw an actual quote-unquote Democrat Right. President. So, I'm just like, y'all, y'all are quickly showing us that you are not our party. Yeah. Like, and I feel like the, the backlash of black folks really calling out Hillary Clinton, you know? We ain't loyal to anybody. We so can't be. Clear, be. We, we can't jump, afford to be. We jumped parties before. Like, really, we got to be clear that Democrats isn't. So we have to remember that history mm-hmm. to maintain the radicalness of black people in step being like, no, you cannot have my vote. No, we no. get to choose. And if this is the shit that y'all are doing, and we know that one of our biggest barriers in our community is access to birth control and access to clean water and clean food, and y'all are telling us that it's not your cause, because I believe uh, the people in power were Democrats in Flint. Yeah, we are totally capable of creating creating political parties we have a history of doing that as well build our own shit so um yeah just keep on you know i'm just waiting on my niggas to say the word so i can give y'all a new political affiliation vote black bitch you know shit <laughs> the, the fubu party the for us by us <laughs> party goddamn ain't nothing to cut that bitch off okay <laughs> shit snip, snip. i ain't never know uh, my <laughs> 
economically. Elvis ain't mean shit to me. You know, and fuck that nigga John Wayne too. How about that? <laughs> I don't know y'all. I ain't seen y'all. Alright, so this week on the Brennan's White House edition, everybody got fired. Everybody. <laughs> A lot of people is building a monster accounts this week. Damn. Just <laughs> on idealist looking, bitch. Just don't know what to do. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to read all these. Watching Young and the Restless <laughs> and applying for jobs. So listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all these folks just ain't loyal enough for your president. You know, they toothless America. Like, y'all need to be paying attention because he is really, really, really letting y'all know that he ain't for the shits. He ain't with it. Did they ever replace the census director, bitch? We need to follow up on that. Girl, I don't know. They still sending me these these hoping a dream emails talking about they recruiting. Well, for, I'm like, well, what money? How y'all gonna pay anybody this listen. $14 an hour? <laughs> Ain't no money in the budget for that. Yep. So let's go anyway. go down the line of who's who's out of here. All right. So we got first up, I don't know if this is even first for real, but uh, shit. What time is it, goddamn? I ain't been on Twitter <laughs> in the last hour. Shit. So the senior director for Foreign Intelligence on the National Security Council left the agency. His name is Cohen Warwick. His departure is the latest in a string of exits from the National Security Council under H.R. McMaster. Man, these folks sound like supervillains. Bitch. Who listen. reportedly sought to purge former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's appointee. So they literally just firing all the people that was appointed by the FBI, the former FBI director Michael Flynn. <laughs> Y'all better cut y'all zip. So then the senior Middle East advisor got fired. Um, Once retired General John Kelly took over as chief of staff. A few hours after Kelly was sworn in on Monday. This is a drama, y'all. Wow. The White House announced the departure of Anthony Sacramis. How y'all say this? Fuck it. They get our names wrong all the time. (laughs) As communications director who also and, and trying to get sworn in he missed the birth of his premature child and his uh, wife filed for divorce this week. That we you did the not drama. have <laughs> He had a lemonade ass week, bitch. <laughs> that nigga had a lemonade. Got a job, ass. lost a job, didn't see his baby born, and about to lose his boo. Damn. The drama. I hope they pay out sick days on vacation. <laughs> Cause y'all going through it, goddamn. So, uh, you know, Spicer left the the press secretary. He ain't with us. Sarah Huckabee Sanders has been filling in and giving us, you know... Just top-notch white woman. Just solid... What the fuck is black women's equal payday type bullshit? Like, are you <laughs> sassing me, girl? <laughs> that that interview. April Ryan. April Ryan was at doing her job like yep. she tends to do in the White House pre- um, press room. And she basically asked, Sarah called on her. She said, thank you, Sarah. And then she said, April, since you said my name so nice. Okay, listen, bitch. Mm-hmm. You don't get to you don't get to do this. Actually, no. this is unprofessional. Yeah. For you to find to add a bunch of of your insecurities to the tone of my voice. If I wanted to call you a bitch, I would have, but I can't right now because I'm at work. And white people just need to learn that, you know, one is 2017. And we don't owe you any type of tone. If I feel if I say your name firmly, then that's what it is. I called you Sarah. by your name. Sarah. 
And you should be grateful I called you by your motherfucking right. name. Because I didn't have to, bitch. What have you done to deserve your name, honestly? I don't even know how you got this job. Who are you? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so, in white propaganda news, the White House Press Secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, opened her comments on Wednesday's press briefing by reading a letter from a 10-year-old in Virginia who asked to mow the White House lawn. She then tied the letter to the immigration plan nine backed earlier Wednesday that would restrict the level of legal immigration into this country by saying, quote, it's our responsibility to keep the American dream alive for the kids like Frank. Immigrants who are already here and those who dream of immigrating here in the future, she said. Which they also invited him to come mow the lawn somewhere on the premises, <laughs> whatever. Basically saying Bust Frank needs jobs and immigration is keeping him from mowing the grass or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like, y'all, white folks is weird, especially in the political arena. Man, just awkward as the fuck. So that's white America. Yeah. Y'all just give us a week to be proud of you. How hey. about that? How about this? Toothless America. I know y'all do not appreciate me calling y'all this, but here's your opportunity. <laughs> that listener is probably long gone. <laughs> here's your opportunity to organize the other bare mouths around you. <laughs> just gums. Just we just won't shit now. You know, and also white folk, you know, white people with teeth, you know, you know that you got toothless motherfuckers in your family or go organize them. Let them know that, you know, especially y'all ones that love to talk about how your family didn't own slaves. Y'all should start asking why not? Poor as the fuck. Like, why? Why were they talking about you they was were white? Cropping too. They was next to the niggas. Just why? Why am I not afforded the same whiteness as the Donald the Trump? You pull that shit at your job, see what happens. See what happens. There's a whole movie about it called Eight Mile. Have a job <laughs> where you just don't fill in any positions and see what the district will come in to say to you. The district manager will come in mm-hmm. and say, just don't do your part on the assembly line and see what happens. Yeah. You know, and. Y'all literally are being murdered by the police. Being fucked up. Like, y'all are also dying of preventable diseases. Like, this whole white privilege, let's let's really, really talk, talk about, about the stratification shit. of whiteness and about how, really, when we in these chains, which y'all can, by all means, hire a Black Joy mixtape to do your white ally training just, or your white privilege training we just gonna sit up front in, in the front of the classroom with like really comfortable ass chairs yep and our favorite drinks i like sparkling water with a little bit with of a powerpoint maybe and coffee at the same time i like to drink both at the same time please put it in your rider and right just now. gonna start cussing y'all out about how you actually don't have access to the type of whiteness that, that donald you, trump has yeah and your the, scholarship was taken by another becky bitch yep and because you were a lesser becky you lost you lost because you had a three point uh, one instead of a three point two. Yep. 
And so, yeah, whiteness has literally been a lie. They use black people like me and Amber to, you know, really get y'all looped in by this idea that you are superior to folks that look like us or brown folks who are our cousins. And that's actually a lie because they are willing to sacrifice you, too, if it means that they can protect their white legacies. I mean, look at all these movies y'all done created. Like The Godfather, motherfucker. Fucking Wolf of Wall white privilege is only talking about the most elite whites. Yeah, y'all and most of y'all ain't, ain't really elite. I don't know why we doing trainers, white privilege trainers for y'all. Y'all riding like, the same bus we ride. Y'all bitch. just really pretending, like y'all really just some posers. And Number like, one population on food fucking stamps. You would think that you would perk the fuck up and join the goddamn movement. The fact that you got to act like you're not gonna move on a sidewalk <laughs> when a person of color is walking by is you know if you really think about that why is you walking on sidewalks with people of color in the first place because mm. I know Donald J. Trump ain't Ooh, goddamn! He's he it hurt, don't it? You it seemed like you pretending. It seemed like you putting on pants and ain't yours. Mm, you might as well let that shit go. As let far go. as I'm concerned, white women, y'all. Psh- Y'all stay up here pretending like y'all got access to some shit that you don't have access to. Y'all missing from Silicon Valley too, baby. Yeah, I'm y'all not- ain't no motherfucking CEOs, but but at last. But alas, whatever. I mean, I'm not sure if y'all can be saved completely, but I just want to let y'all. I want to put y'all on that game. It's not my ministry. Y'all need to go talk to Lena Dunham yeah. or something, because I, I, I only have talking points for you here. So the cool color colorblind collective stayed strong this week. Uh, you know, and- proud members DJ Envy and Charlemagne <laughs> still out here repping for the set. You know, <sighs> and they little friend, little Duval, who ain't get in. You know, just decided to join or come by come by the spot just to what i don't know like what was he promoting does anybody know bitch i have yet to fucking find out so if you don't know uh duval 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 whatever the value yes the value came by the breakfast club for what reason i don't know but during this interview he may talk about the janet mock interview yes um which Which, he references and we talked about that last week here on the black joy mixtape yep where he references the part of the interview where Janet Mock discusses her brief relationship still in Hawaii in which she said that she didn't disclose until later in their relationship. That she was trans. That she, to which Lou Duval just says, point blank, I would murder her. Yep. Because Not, yeah. now I'm gay. Yes. Which is like... Where DJ Envy and Charlemagne proceed to laugh and which Charlemagne points out, I said, hey, it's a hate crime. Um, but still laughing DJ Envy holds up the book uh, with Janet Mock's coverage she look good don't it because <laughs> if you look know. good th- then you know all you have to do is be pretty to avoid this murder and Angela Yee, as if that's going to protect fucking any of us anybody we and keep telling y'all that black women who is killing black women mm-hmm. are fucking partners the number one the leading cause of for you just who are between the ages of 15 when lots of us start dating and 35 yep cis and trans one of the leading causes of death is cis black men let's Intimate call it partners let's call it yep. let's call it people who find us pretty bitch let's call it 
Because let's be, I know it's intimate partners. I know same gender loving folks, queer folks, uh, gender queer folks are capable of violence. And let's talk about the overwhelming number of folks being murdered by their lovers. Which these lovers are cis black men. Mm-hmm. Y'all are terrorists. That's the part of the black on black crime debate that they leave out. So Lil Duval is out here just a key keying about killing uh, a trans black woman as if that isn't actually a reality that black trans women aren't being murdered at really high rates. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, so T.T. Dangerfield has been the 16th trans woman of color murdered in 2017. Alone. Alone. Um, This is, she was fatally shot early Monday morning outside of a College Park apartment complex. For a little devalue, his shit is like, he's standing firm. And there's not going to be any accountability for these black men in which we continue to have these conversations. And it's because they honestly believe that they are victims for um, not being this whole conversation around disclosure. That if I have sex with you and you don't tell me, then somehow you're taking away my, my right to choose, which is really funny for black men to be talking about, quite frankly. And um, I read. Especially with that little conversation we had about Usher last week. Man, come on. I have a peanut allergy, all right? Mm hmm. It is my fucking responsibility to tell people who are preparing food for me that I have a nut allergy. Or for you fucking vegans out there that trying whatever. It's on you to disclose that information as well about what you will and will not accept. Mm-hmm. And if you all, I'm, I'm, if, if this is such a big fucking deal for y'all that you're willing to claim Say temporary fucking insanity, then you know what? Y'all need to be asking more questions before you have sex asking with women anymore. Anyway. more questions. Ask and, more questions. And leave when you don't get the answers you want. Like y'all are being very lazy. Y'all ain't asking no questions about what people are looking for. Y'all aren't disclosing the fact that y'all fuck niggas. Y'all, y'all ain't trash ass motherfucking. Y'all ain't disclosing your history of ghosting people. You're not disclosing mm. your history of being a perpetual cheater and liar in a mm. relationship. Come on. And not to mention, y'all are literally the leading causes of death for black and trans people. So understand this. Why would I tell you shit when literally if I tell you it means danger? If I tell you no, it means danger. Even if I say you can't have my number on the street, it's danger, y'all. Y'all have not proven yourselves emotionally equipped to handle any kind of vulnerable uh, information from people. And I will also say, even if, and I've seen this happen, I used to work adjacently to a black HIV and AIDS organization. Like, even when black women disclose their status to their partners, for instance, they still, their partners tend to, abuse them economically threaten right. to share their status with other people meaning that it threatens their their status in in communities it jobs. threatens jobs there's just a lot of things that happen that isn't just cool when people quote unquote disclose their status no matter what it is right. and i just want to be clear i am not making it HIV and AIDS synonymous with trans folks. My point is y'all have never shown yourselves as reliable. Nope trustworthy at all 
So I'm just wondering at what point, black men, are you going to take some fucking accountability for how you show up in the world and especially how you show up in intimate relationships? So, like, y'all gonna have to at some point throw away all these excuses about you're scared of being gay and all this other bullshit and go and seek the help that y'all need to stop fucking killing us. Being in community with people. Whatever support you need to make peace with sexuality, with with your sexuality, sexualities around you. Because one thing about it, no one can force you into shit. No. And the thing is, you have to consent. Y'all don't even understand consent for yourselves Mm-mm. in a real ass way. Mm-mm. You don't, you like... Again, it's back to these questions that y'all need to be asking more questions in order to get at what you willing to consent to. Like this notion around like all pussy is available and you willing and ready whenever it's offered to you is tired and it's irresponsible. Yeah. And also, I just want to add that uh, Janet Mock did a wonderful read in Allure. Yes. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, Dear Men of the Breakfast Club phenomenal job pretty much affirmed a lot of the things that we noticed in the interview again we thank janet mock um, for just really highlighting the ugliness that that happens to our people and the choice you have to make in order to go into that fire and educate and that's the other thing i want to highlight with this piece is i know janet mock did a response in allure and i know that charlemagne continued the conversation on brilliant idiots but what i also need us to do black people is to continue to have these conversations on platforms that match the 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 core audience, the level of influence, the reach in which these conversations are being poorly conducted on. I want black people to have fertile ground to have very tough conversations in order to pull us and get us to the other side. Mm -hmm. Because another thing that I've learned from um, the trans women specifically that I'm in community with when we talk about sisterhood and one of the things that this particular woman explained is in order for us to be in community and in order for us to be sisters, we have to struggle together. Mm-hmm. You don't get to just call me your sister without moving through a process with me. No. And when we're in close community with people that we love, we need to be willing to keep having this conversation. And not regret. So, like, yeah, that's the point. We had the conversation. Great. Janet Mock came. And the thing about folks like Charlemagne is they think that that's all they got to do. Yeah, no. And you also have to hold a hard line when your little stanky friends show up to the spot talking shit. Like, you literally can't go backwards no. after that point. Because you like know you, her now. You She's symbolically your- made a... You symbolically made progress and you just literally shat on that as well as regressed or, you know, just shown that you weren't actually as present as we already knew you were just pretending yeah. because you couldn't even hold your shit together towards the end of the interview Days you later. or envy yeah. and i just feel like while i think it's totally fine cool if we got to cancel the breakfast club 
you know, it just got to happen. But also, I just feel like, you know, niggas just got to go. Like, the platform is there. Mm-hmm. It's already grown. It's already successful. Hip-hop has evolved. Actually, DJ Envy and Charlemagne are stale. Their perspectives are stale. <laughs> As hip-hop culture, queer culture, black culture becomes way more diverse and represented due to the internet, we just need host they can reflect the movement that is our culture right what i know about doing the black joint mixtape is that i know you niggas got final call on edits and you didn't even have to put that toxic shit out in the world nope. it didn't even have to make video you thought it was funny you thought it was fucking funny <laughs> and now no, janet mock told it. y'all that the girls watch breakfast club they mm. love it we're here we watch y'all every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do both. We yeah. talk about black feminism. We talk about liberation. And we also still watch The Breakfast Club because that is ours. It is ours. We, and- are, we are black people. Trans people are black. Black people are trans. I don't know how many ways to tell y'all this. So shout out to Janet uh, for holding it down. Also, um, if you are looking for more ways to get involved, um, the Marsha P. Johnson Institute led by the amazing L. Hearns, a 614 native just like myself, Ohio stand-up. L and I actually went to the same middle school, Arts Impact, Do or Die was good, listeners. Um, they launched the hashtag Boycott Breakfast Club um, and hashtag Bash Back Campaign. Um, you can sign on at bit.ly backspace bash back. And one of the asks really is to start contributing to organizations led by trans black women. So regardless of how you feel about the breakfast club or what have you, the fact of the matter is that we know that Jen and mock is not the only one and that there are more black trans people out there who deserve humanity, who deserve to be, uh, spokespeople who deserve to have access and have their platforms grown as big as problematic as platforms that can be shifted and grown i guess as the breakfast club so reach out yeah and also the the point of us bringing up tt Dangerfield is because y'all don't just get to hide behind jokes they have consequences they always have someone got murdered so it sounds like y'all owe some family some funeral expenses it mm-hmm. sounds like y'all need to be paying to the y'all need to also pay the marsha p johnson institute like y'all y'all need to be cutting checks fuck me getting on another mic to explain yourself or justify your actions or say i really didn't think about it my bad or whatever half-ass shit you got say like reparations are now in order mm-hmm. um as well as your job is still on the line yeah call black joy mixtape we'll gladly host the breakfast yeah. club and i also i put angela getting, e on probation <laughs> i keep getting these messages <laughs> and why i enjoy meeting people like um uh the cheats movement when we were in virginia is because like i really do appreciate black men who are listening to this shit and becoming better fathers and better husbands and really taking the stuff that we say to heart because as much as i i mean i love bashing the niggas great i yeah, think it's they, necessary for you black, all to hear how we talk about y'all's asses honestly and, and it's working 
Like it's I've working. heard stories of folks, black men leaving toxic black male religious leaders. Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah. I understand mm-hmm. for some of y'all this is a lot, but y'all it's a lot for the folks who are trying to resist what we are saying. Right. Because it's fact-based truth. And we're also like, and I don't have to tell y'all over and over that I love you. Right. Like, I don't have to justify what the fuck I'm saying by saying, but you know, I love y'all like that. That's stupid. That's yeah. dumb. That's dumb. That's you know we're dumb. trying to kill y'all. You know, we love black people. We love all like when me and Amber say we love black people, we mean deeply it. like want nothing more. The type of freedom I feel understanding the world like this has only allowed me to be more black be to more co- myself to be more of myself to challenge and I myself to be to define and be more of myself than i have ever been to not fit into a mode of what i think blackness is but expand what that mode actually is just get bigger just get big as fuck bountiful white people make Boundless. themselves god yeah we can do the same we already but why are. would we because we've been here already god, we already are god <sighs> They just tried to separate us from our godliness. Hello? So, like, yeah, y'all. Lean into all that shit. We're challenging. So, if you hear us bashing you, whatever, honestly, we are demanding you to expand. Mm. You aren't big enough, king. You small as fuck. Wear your crown that's already been paid for, king. Mm. So, until you decide, I will continue being the king of the south. Um, and I, the high priestess of Black Joy, you know, just pulling rank on y'all, little niggas. <laughs> and uh, look up, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, it don't look too bad from down there, do it? <laughs> Sit right under the cup of the the ass, bitch. Anywho, back to us being gods, Black women. Welcome to your section, Black <laughs> women. The gods. We made it. Hey, welcome, welcome, niggas. So, you know, black women just out here being, you Let's know, the best. Right. <laughs> um, you know, me and Amber survived. Amber survived a bomb threat. A whole ass bomb threat. I bitch. survived, you know, potentially. I dodged being eliminated, you know. Thank God you blew it. You know. Thank God I dodged a bullet. So over you. Them words is a challenge, huh? <laughs> Man, the beehive is pissed. <laughs> But why did my twin sister text me today? Because she's catching up on the Black Joy mixtape. And she's like, man, you do be singing a song loud and wrong. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Allison. Thanks. I sing what I want to say. How you know I'm singing exactly. that song? Goddamn, this is the remix. I mean, look, Lil Blue is out here. <laughs> like, give right. spells. Last it ain't week, for us to hear. Last week's intro song, y'all didn't even know that wasn't a Drake tune. <laughs> out of nowhere, here comes Sade talking about chairs today, goddamn. Man. Get your gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise, motherfuckers. Man. This week's Bang Bang T.S. Madison is. Yes. I'm excited about such that. Such a blessing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand the significance, let me tell you now, goddamn. <laughs> All that is literally all of Lil Duval's worst dreams come true. But Being little motherfucker, motherfucking T.S. Madison letting y'all know that's actually his fantasy. Goddamn. Ooh, hey, you know, comedy is supposed to punch up, baby. And punch up. no one punches up like the god T.S. Madison. If you are not familiar with T.S. Madison, you know, T.S. Madison was a lot to handle, you know, mm-hmm. back in the Vine streets. But here she is. And we must keep that type of radical comedy. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. alive, mm-hmm. as well as that radical commentary, because a lot of trans women are still sex workers, as well as, you know, we have to accept that women don't all have vaginas, period. Point blank. All men do not have penises. You know, gender queer people got whatever genitals that they got, you know. We they, be all right. they all deserve care. They deserve quality health care. They Housing. deserve to make sure that they get whatever internal parts that they have are checked out and that they have physicians that can check them out. Without fucking ruining their day and they with just, bullshit commentary. Exactly. Because I know my doctor has ruined my day with bullshit commentary, so I can only imagine A plenty. You know, don't go into a doctor's office fat because, <sighs> whew. Why am I on this treadmill, bitch? <laughs> all my, you just said all my numbers were good. I just don't believe your blood pressure isn't high. Why? Well, <laughs> that seems like a personal fucking problem. My blood pressure ain't high. What are we gonna do now? So, <laughs> man, I hate going to the I fucking, fucking doctor. Hate it. Like, still make it a point to go, but y'all, my ass is this is fat, blown. and I eat an apple a day. What the fuck? What else can I tell you? I'm drinking water all the time. Have you seen my skin, bitch? I'm taking my vitamins. Love them. Why are you talking to me right now? <gasps> Why are you trying to get me on this diet program? Are you mad because you're fucking starving right now? Just mad. And you got a cholesterol pill? Well, you know, over the long term, your body is working real hard. Okay, bitch. So, <laughs> what you trying to tell me people is... People all think the fat people's like eating a two-piece wing every goddamn day. You didn't even day. ask me no questions. You didn't ask about my workout regimen. You didn't ask me what I normally typically cook at home. Like, none of what that. What ingredients I use. The, you, the gag is, you you don't even know that I don't even know how to fry chicken, bitch. That's my big shame in the world. You would be surprised <laughs> to know that I ain't cooked out of a box solidly in five years. Just fresh vegetables all the time, Scratch. bitch. I grow my own alloy for my own skin. Like, what the fuck? Get out of my face, bitch. A bitch got a tummy. Now what? What What we going to do now? Ass, thighs, legs. Come Y'all have seen it. We look great. We look awesome, bitch. We went to the beach last week. Also, shout out to the god Malaya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Man. Just coming back from DR today, Dominican oh, really? Republic. She's you know, back. Haiti. You know, coming back from, you know, extended Haiti. <laughs> yes. Man. Yeah, we were at Our the cousins. beach looking like fucking snacks. This is Black Women the Gods right now. Mm. We were at the beach looking like snacks. And literally, people could not stop staring at us. Yeah, we look great. Y'all seen the IG? Y'all gave me over 200 likes on that picture. You know, hey. I'm not in there. But you know, go to Jazz on Your Mind. You'll see Amber's man, just grace. You'll see like- goddamn Malaya's divinity. And you'll see Ale's goddamn, whew. Like, just see Ale's. And Amber's supporting as well. Just angelic. Just Amber. <laughs> I just, y'all, one thing I'm going to describe to you this woman's ass, you know. I don't know if y'all can handle it yet, because y'all still fucking up in the streets. Um, and while I'm here, also, you know, black woman also has a great ass, too, because there's, like, she does twerking videos, and, like, she has a little mole on her booty. <laughs> Wait, I said I was like, you can't that's the that's my fuck em up like that's your fuck em up dude that's my fuck em 
That's my fuck them up. That's my fuck them up. Because they be like, oh, shit, you got a mole by her mouth. <laughs> well, it continues, motherfucker. Motherfucker, just beauty marks. <laughs> just let my you know. My ass and thighs came up in my fucking birth chart, bitch. It's li- Y'all. <laughs> so, y'all know, like, y'all. <laughs> so... <laughs> Y'all know how y'all do horoscopes, right? Y'all done heard of a birth chart. <laughs> you know, where you put the time and where you was born and shit. So yes. me and Amber, you know, was reading each other's birth charts. Why is her ass even in the stars, bitch? <laughs> Literally, the motherfucker said, you are known for your backside. Like, what? What the fuck? What? Are you in the room? Who and is this? Amber almost the... Uh, ain't you like the only motherfucker shaped like you? In your family? Yes. And so the stars was like, I have other plans for this one. <laughs> Don't y'all even worry about it. My sister gets so mad about it. They just be like, so... Where was we at when they was handing out ass? And for the longest, I hated it. Like, mm-hmm. literally wanted to chop all this shit off. Now I'm like... <sighs> How much can I charge now? <laughs> Black women of gods, folks. Black women of gods. Just right send us some more beaches, please. Yes. We was over there at Sandy Point, over there in Annapolis, Maryland. You know, shout out. And, uh, you know, I just feel like we deserve cleaner, you know, beaches, whiter sand, clearer water, you know, the ocean. But Yemi, I was still present, and we had a wonderful time. Yes. Happy birthday, Malaya. And, yeah, that's Great Black time. Women of God. Black Women of God. So, Jasmine, uh, what is... Oh, here we go. What is your hope for Black Futures this week? What's your, what, what's your, what's your hope? You okay. go first. Okay, I'm going to go first. <laughs> So my hope for Black Futures this week, my hope for Black Futures this month is for the world to embrace our welcoming them into the Black joy air. Ashe. And willingly come running. Mm. That is my hope for Black Futures this week. Mm-hmm. This goddamn month, bitch. Mm-hmm. My hope for Black Futures, and I just want to say I love this question. I just always am unprepared for it. (laughs) My hope for Black Futures is that we have a viable political party that does not require us to compromise, that handles... All of our issues, no matter if we are trans, no matter if we're cis, no matter if we're genderqueer, no matter if we are intersex, we are held, loved, and covered and protected by not only our party, but our political system, um, as well as across sectors, we are protect. We have protections and we are advocated for. And, yeah, we just don't have to compromise or give up any of those in order to achieve freedom. We know that if we all are together, if we make sure that everyone has access, if the most marginalized of our community has access, we know that we can hold and help generations to come as well as hold and help ourselves. Ashe. Well, you know, Jasmine, that's what's going to happen. Vote right. black, bitch. Vote all my niggas in the whole The Black Joy Pack. We got to uh, register that shit. Mm. Uh. All my niggas in the whole wide world. And the song 
I I'm just like, just, just let it ride. Just chill on the next one. <laughs> to our credit, I will say to Amber's credit, we do listen to a lot of music. A lot of fucking music when you really think about just it, right? Just so much. Yeah. Like, literally new tunes every week, y'all. Every week. You know how Almost. many hours of music that is? Lots. <laughs> <sighs> oh. So, what's your social, Amber? <laughs> yes. My social is Amber J. Phillips across platforms that include Twitter, Instagram, and you can follow me on Facebook. Jasmine, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at Jazz On Your Mind on Instagram, Twitter, and Snitchit. Snitchit? All right. Well, you know, I wish you a blessed uh, 445 this week, Jasmine. You know, I'm constantly living in the future. You mm-hmm. know, 445 is the way. Yes. You know, ain't no more crying. Ain't no more. We just going to get a microphone and just start telling these niggas business. Right. What they did to us and moving on. 15 minutes to happy hour, bitch. Girl. Come on. And, you know, just don't forget if you heard something that you loved, and, you know, liked our little jingle, want to hear more of it, you know, you can hit our PayPal at www.paypal.me backslash black joy repeal and replace these niggas goddamn please and thank you and don't forget to use the hashtag black joy mixtape yes um we should probably say that at the beginning i don't know yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> you are now about to live tweet the black joy mixtape and I, those fucking tweets be getting me through bitch honestly like, love the black joy jubilee man i really appreciate how y'all be recommending new members of the cool colorblind collective make sure we are looking alive around white people have no self-control making sure we have headlines for black women of god y'all thank y'all so much yes and don't forget to send your shout outs y'all and don't forget, uh, at Black Joy Mixtape is also on Instagram and Twitter. You can send your shout outs to the Black Joy Mixtape at gmail.com. And, you know, just keep keep an eye out for us. You know, leave some more reviews. I love reading those, too. Oh, y'all got us to 100 on iTunes. Congratulations. Too. Yeah, we have 100 reviews on iTunes. We big time and triple digits. Oh, you know. okay. Well, you know, this is a beautiful show. 30 of y'all left three reviews. That's great. That's awesome. You are doing a great job. (laughs) Keep us up there. Recommend your friends. Drop a line to these niggas. Invite them to be petty black females. Please. Anyway, this is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz the King of the South. And you just listened to the Black Joy mixtape. Hey, what do you do? Ow. Come on in here, baby. There's a few things you gotta do.